You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills, and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20-year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much was being sourced overseas, and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that are still making in the UK. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in Britain, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be chatting to inspiring British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering advice to product-based businesses that make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. welcome to episode number 256 of the Make It British podcast. So do you know what the number one reason is that product businesses fail? It's not legal problems, it's not financial problems, or even marketing problems. The number one reason that product businesses fail is getting their product market fit wrong. In other words, they have the right market, but the wrong product, or the right product, but the wrong market. At Make It British, we see it all the time. A business comes up with a fantastic idea for a product, but they don't do their market research properly first. They don't understand their customer or what their customer's wants and needs are. So instead, they design a product, often they're designing it for themselves, without thinking about who else might want to buy it. Now, there's nothing wrong with doing this if you are your target customer, but you need to know you aren't in a market of one. So let me explain a little bit more. Right product, wrong market would be like an extreme example of that might be that you're as a brand, you decide to create beautiful silk dresses, but then you market your brand as being vegan. Whereas silk production, because it uses silkworms and they're killed in its production, it's not vegan friendly. And then because the silk is expensive, you also need to sell it at a high price point because the cost of your raw materials is high. Yet the brand uses young models in their brand photography and then they aim the marketing at an audience that has little disposable income. And then they wonder why these beautiful silk dresses don't actually sell because they're trying to sell expensive silk dresses to a vegan audience who have little disposable income. So there's nothing wrong with the product. The silk dresses are beautiful, but it's their marketing that's wrong. Now, the flip side of that would be, say you've got an existing business and you've already got a loyal following. They're quite young. They also happen to be vegan, but because the business owner has not got to know their customers properly. They're unaware that a large proportion of them are actually vegan. So they decide to introduce a new line of beautiful silk dresses into their collection. And of course, these silk dresses go down like a lead balloon. And the brand owner is all confused that they don't understand why. They think it might be the price of the dresses. So they drop the price and still the dresses don't sell. So those are two extreme examples of right product, wrong market, or right market, wrong product. But if you have a product-based business, you have to remember everything starts with the customer. The customer has to inform everything you do, from the design to the prototyping of your product, the manufacturing, and of course, the marketing and selling. You need to make sure you do your market research and know exactly 
who your customer is before you launch any new product. And you also need to be constantly listening to your customers to find out what it is that they actually want. But instead, what a lot of product business owners do is they get all excited and they develop a new product and they put all this effort and energy and money, of course, into sampling the product and getting it made. And then they put it on sale and it doesn't sell and they get all disheartened. And what's more, of course, they've spent all this money on developing the product without asking the customer what they actually want. So one of the first things we do with the clients we work with in our accelerator program is to make sure that they truly know who their customers are. And when we get them to do that, what we notice is the other common mistake that a lot of product-based businesses make is casting the net far too wide in terms of who their ideal customer is or who they think their ideal customer is and what the market is that they're selling into. They think that by having a really broad audience, they're going to appeal to more people. But in fact, the broader you go and the more you try and appeal to everyone, the more you actually appeal to no one. And as a small business, you don't need a huge audience. For a start, if you're trying to appeal to everyone, you've got to market to all these different people. It's going to cost you a lot more money in developing your product, marketing your product, if you don't clearly define who your audience is first and what those products are that you're making for them, knowing that they actually are going to want to buy them at the end. It's really important to understand who you are making the product for so you not only know how much you're going to be able to sell your products for, but also knowing who your audience and who your customer is affects so many other variables when it comes to making your product, like your sizing, the materials you choose, as, you know, like the vegan example I gave earlier, and how you're actually going to sell that product. So getting your target customer right will help in the following four ways when it comes to marketing and selling your product. Number one, it will save you money. So if you aren't clear on who your product is for, you're going to end up oversampling and you'll end up buying stock that doesn't sell. Number two, it will make marketing your products easier if you get your target customer right, because you'll know exactly where your customers are hanging out. So it's much easier to hyper-target them. For instance, if you're planning to do any paid advertising, it's much easier to appeal to a specific audience in that advertising. If you know which magazines your customers are reading, you can advertise in those magazines. Or if you're using um, online digital ads, you're able to target them much easier if you know what the habits and traits and interests are of your target audience. Number three, it will affect your choice of raw materials. So it pays to know who your customer is before you start to choose those materials. You know, vegans won't want to buy, and I know it sounds like I'm stating the obvious, but I've seen it done before. I'm developing a line of silk dresses. Oh, and then I'm, I'm appealing to a vegan audience. I'm a vegan brand. So make sure you've done your research on what raw materials are going to be appropriate for your target audience. And number four, it will help you decide on sizing. So buying too many sizes adds complexity to your range. It means you've got to grade all those different sizes. And it also means you're going to have to buy more stock. And chances are your audience are not going to want all those sizes and you're going to end up with the sizes that no one wants. So it's essential that you know who your product is for before you start to design any individual product. And it also really helps to understand who your audience is and what your market is before you start to reach out to a manufacturer. Because if you know who your target audience is 
and you can demonstrate that to a manufacturer and that you've thought about that and that you've thought about who's going to buy your products and how you're going to get them in front of your target audience. When you start working with that manufacturer, they will at least have the faith in you that you've really thought about how you're going to market and sell your product. Are you ready to finally master your manufacturing and create profitable UK made products? If so, I've got an exclusive training just for you. This training is for businesses that make in the UK or want to and who are interested in working with me in our British Brand Accelerator for creative small business owners who want to develop and sell profitable UK-made products. If your application is accepted, you'll receive a copy of my exclusive free private training on how to develop profitable UK-made products with ease. In the training, I go through my exact three-part framework that we use to help our clients successfully launch and grow their UK-made brands. And I'll show you exactly how it works along with all kinds of examples. I'll also explain everything you need to know about the Accelerator to ensure that we can truly help you to get the results that you're looking for. To apply for an invite to the British Brand Accelerator and get a copy of the training, go to katehills.co.uk forward slash apply. When you first start working with a manufacturer, you're developing a partnership with them and they want to see that that partnership has a chance of long-term success. So bear in mind, UK manufacturers get hundreds of calls every day and you need to show them that you are a viable business and worth them investing their time in. So if you're an existing business and they can see that you're already selling the products because you know who your market is, then that's great. If you're a new business, you've got to be able to demonstrate to them that your business actually knows what you're doing and who you're going to sell your product to, that you're not going to them with an idea for something that really is a product that you're designing for yourself. You're designing it for someone else and you know who you're designing it for. So if you go to a manufacturer and you're not prepared and you don't have that plan for who you're going to sell your products to, you're going to have trouble getting your foot in the door as well. Manufacturers have seen enough businesses start and fail to know if you've done your research properly. So my advice to you before you develop any sort of new product is don't skip the research stage. Make sure you know what that market is that you're selling into and you understand it. You know you're listening to your customers and you're giving them the product that they want to buy. It will make your product development so much easier. Don't cast the net too wide and try and appeal to everyone. Listen to your customers, survey them. Ask them questions. When you're selling your products, find out who's buying them and what else they would want to buy from you and testing your products out to see who actually wants to buy them before you invest in a huge amount of stock. And that is one of the advantages of making in the UK because you can make in small quantities, you can test a product out. You might find when you develop a new product and you start to test it out that it's a completely different market, completely different audience and customer to who you're expecting to buy it. Well, if that's the case, go with it. If those are the people that want to buy your product, start marketing to them. Remember, right product and right market is the secret to success. Don't be one of those businesses that fails because you got your product market fit wrong. So I hope you found that useful. I'm currently writing my book, Make It British, How to Get Your Product Manufactured in the UK. And the first chapter is going to be all about 
finding the right customer for your business. It's all about customers because everything has to start with the customer. If you'd like to be one of the first people to hear when the book is actually published, you can go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash book and I will keep you updated with my book writing journey. So that was a short one from me today, but I hope you found it valuable. Thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Bye. Bye.